December 17th, 2023. You're listening to Old Blast with Don and Kevin, and I am Kevin. And I am Don. And we're back again. Here we are. This is just before our two-week break. Oh, yeah. And then we'll be uh, then we will be returning with more. Just telling Don oh. that uh, that new Echo show that comes out January 9th on Disney um, and Hulu simultaneously. It seems like Disney might be merging with Hulu. There's like, if you go on Disney Plus now, you can like watch a whole bunch of Hulu shows. Yeah. And um, my guess is, is that it's just, it's just about ratings, right? It's like, you know, they don't do like a Nielsen thing because all that stuff's held privately, but they still have to report like their numbers to their um, investors. I've I've heard this discussion a lot, like TV ratings based on like streaming. Yeah. And it's like a whole, it's just like a whole different set of rules because you don't really, you don't really know who's watching what, but I guess you can find out. I don't know. It's weird. They got to reveal it. Like Netflix kind of reveals it sometimes and tells people some numbers, you know, Amazon kind of sometimes tells people some numbers. Now, listen, I mean, you know, Nielsen still sends out things to people for polling and people will sit there and write down or whatever they do, you know. Uh, what shows they watch. But, I mean, you can kind of get a buzz feel off of the internet in general. What shows are people talking about? You know, what what's going on? Like, I, I don't care, so I don't, I don't look at that stuff. But I'm sure that right. people that do can kind of tell if a show is, is popular or just not, you know. And uh, – but I, I do think, though, that, you know, Disney's probably lost a lot of subscribers – I don't know for sure, but I probably because they haven't had very good content. There hasn't been enough content on there. Now, you know, if you got kids, you got the Disney, you're probably going to keep it. You know what I mean? Because the kids, there's cartoons and family shows and stuff. Probably, you know. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't have kids, keeping adults on that network for their, like, one new interesting thing, like, every few months. um, Yeah. you know, I'm I'm a Star Wars show. I'm hanging in there because I, you know, I got like that group discount thing. I think it's like Hulu, Disney, and ESPN or something combined. I just don't feel like trying to decouple all that. I don't really watch ESPN though, so it might be cheaper if I did just take get you know break things up. But then again, like I just watched the beginning, you know, the the hey, this new thing's coming. All right, I'll watch, you know, and see how it is. I am looking forward to the, you know, I, I'm not saying Echo. The character is interesting. I am like, looking forward to the return of that Hell's Kitchen universe, though. Yeah. So I will watch it. It's basically Damn, just okay. a long movie. I mean, at five episodes, it, what's, that's two, you know, that's what, five hours, I guess. I mean, it depends on how long each episode is. You take out right. the credits and stuff. It's probably, you know, it's just a really I hope long. they're at least 30 minutes long. It's a really long movie is basically what it is. And yeah. um, I can handle that. That's all right. You know, just to Broken see up into pieces. There's nothing wrong with that. Just to see what they're doing with it. It's just an interesting. It's, I just find the whole thing interesting. But yeah. So anyway, that's that's happening in the world of television. Um, and to be honest, folks, I I have like most streaming services uh, that you can think of, especially all the popular ones, because like for one reason or another, I either get like a major discount on it, or I have like I get it for free for some reason. Uh, not stealing it or anything, just. Just some weird oddities with like promotional things and things that I'm, you know, other things that I'm signed up for. They're like, you get this, but you also get like free Peacock and and things like that. And um, I do watch these things. Like I look on Netflix all the time to see if there's something I want to watch 
and I just don't find a lot on there that I want to watch. People tell me all the time, we should watch this and you should watch this. But it's kind of like, um, uh, it's like, I was just talking to Jessica about this the other day and I was just like, like, I don't, I don't have time to sit and watch like a nine episode show of something like I can, but it's going to take me a long time to get through it. So it's really right. kind of a commitment. It's like a commitment on my end to do it. Like she can, cause she just hurt her leg. She can't work for two weeks. She can't put too much weight on it. She's bedridden basically, you know, she can yeah. get up and get around her apartment a little bit, but she can't really go anywhere. So, you know, she can, what else are you going to do? I get it. If yeah. I was like that too, you know, I'd probably be playing video games all the time, but <laughs> right. you know, but if I had uh, no video games or something or wasn't into it or whatever it was, um, do both. yeah, I'd just be you watching, I'd be watching some shows, but I, I have a real hard time, even when I have the time to sit and watch TV for great lengths of time, just, yeah. just. I have to get up and do other things. I just feel I like feel I'm, like I have to be doing something else. Yeah, I feel like I'm aging or something when I'm sitting there. Like I'm just I'm just yeah. rotting away. Yeah. So I'm it's just like, sitting here wasting my time. I should be doing something more constructive. Yeah. 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 But I don't yeah. want to do anything constructive. No, look, so you know, I, I think episode. I think part of it too is like when we were young, stories were new. Like <laughs> a lot of the stories that we saw were new stories. You know, like yeah. and you're like. You hadn't seen certain things or twists or different types of characters. And there's a lot of content out there that, you know, you'd experience and, and everything. But now that I've gotten older, I've kind of seen it all. Like I've kind of right. seen every version of the same story, just in a different way, different actors, different yeah. setup, different, you know, jokes. Yeah. Wh whatever they're looking for, or whoever they're yeah. hunting for, whoever's killing who or where it is or whatever it, you know what I mean? Like I've, all the same. Yep. I've kind of covered it all. Like they're just mixing it up the same things over and over again. And you know, I kind of see it and I just get bored I mean, with it. How many, how many horror movies are going to be where it's like, there's something haunting me. And everybody's like, you're crazy. And then it kills everybody. Right. You know? Right. And then it gets down to the last guy who originally saw it. He, he destroys it, you know? Right, 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 right. Well, you know, like back in the 90s, especially in the early 2000s, there was a lot of, you know, t TV shows out there and, and, you know, probably goes back to the 80s and earlier, uh, where um, there was just certain tropes that you would find in every show. And oh, yeah. uh, if, you, if it involved like, um, like, for instance, like if it involved like teens or something, like 90210, let's say. Somebody's going to get into drugs on that show at some point. Drugs yeah, somebody's or taking pills or so, smoking the pot. Some, you know, yeah, somebody's a drunk. Luke Perry was a drunk or something on that show. You know, if you watch Party of Five, I think Bailey, that dude, he he was a drunk. If you 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 could watch like any of these shows back then, uh, I'm sure Melrose Place or whatever. I didn't watch it, but you know what I'm saying. Any of those shows, somebody got into alcohol too much for an episode. And that was like a whole episode about something being an alcohol. Or they would bring somebody in for it. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be a guest that just appeared that had a problem and they didn't know how to deal with that guest. Yeah. 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 My cousin's coming to visit, you know, and they'd be like, oh, I've never met your cousin. Oh, yeah. He's a little weird. And then he shows up and he's like alcoholic. Right. Right. Dope smoking, like gambler. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if I watch Baywatch, there's probably an episode where CJ gets, you know, into into alcohol that was yeah. a kind of funny thing about buffy the vampire slayer like a lot of people didn't watch that show but the people that did i mean it stayed on for like seven seasons so obviously somebody was watching it 
um, right. was the fact that like what Joss Whedon would do is he would um, he would take tropes like that, but he would change them in and frame them into this vampire universe. So instead of being like, say, addicted to alcohol, they would be addicted to like some sort of like potion or something. You know what I mean? And then and then the rest of it was like all of the same similar mechanics, except that rather than having the intervention, they would have to like stake her. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And make her die or something. But it was always yeah. kind of funny like that because there would be a lot of you know, my my mom doesn't accept my boyfriend. Well, your boyfriend's a vampire, you know, like yeah. and but if you watched any of these other shows, it'd be because, you know, he's a bad boy or or whatever, yeah. you know. Right. And and but Buffy always kind of twisted it. It was always kind of funny about that show. But yeah, um, I don't know where I was kind of going with that, but it's just like you know, there's just I wa- we watch all these other shows on these other networks here and there, but it's kind of like um, there's not that much interesting stuff to talk about about it. Like blue, like we talked about Blue Beetle being on there. Like I haven't watched it. I, I I turned it on. I walked out of the room. I don't have no idea. I didn't care. I probably never will. Just completely disinterested in it. Uh, you know, it, it's strange. I mean. The things I watch now is like a lot of Japanese films that are like um, uh, old stuff. I did go see um, the boy and the and his heron or the and the heron, which was a uh, Studio Ghibli Miyazaki film. So if you're not familiar, uh, Studio Ghibli is kind of like the Disney of Japan, right? They don't. It is kind of anime manga, but it's not the same art. Not exactly. It's a little bit more refined. And it's really nice art. A, a lot of it is really, you know, they it has a budget. And, and Miyazaki um, is, you know, uh, the creator of most of the ones that people really enjoy of their of the Studio Ghibli's films. I have seen other ones from other artists from Studio Ghibli. Some are hit and miss, but um, most of them are hits. And and uh, you can find most of those on Max for some reason, HBO Max, uh, because, I don't know, they got a deal with Studio Ghibli or something. But anyway, I went and saw A Boy and His Heron, and it was, um, it was okay. I mean, it's highly rated. Uh, it was just like... Um, uh, like this kid's in Japan, his mom dies in a fire. It's during World War Two, and he's uh, meets his new mom because his dad gets married to another woman, and um, he's he's sort of okay with it, right? You know, like he doesn't he misses his real mom, but you know he's got this new mom. He's just kind of quiet. The movie's very quiet, and then he gets into this. He runs into this heron. And, you know, he goes on this kind of adventure, uh, and it leads him to some sort of like, uh, kind of like a, he sort of accepts what happens to his mom, sort of accepts his new mom and his new role in life. It's all broken down, but I mean, a lot of it is like birds. There's just a lot of parrots that are like attacking them in all sorts of different ways kind of goes on for a while in in a, in a kind of Alice in Wonderland it's a cartoon? kind of thing yeah and and I uh, just or anime uh, yeah but it's animated but it's not it's not like television right. anime it's more like you know just like a regular cartoon you know it, it's it's it has a lot of good art in it so I, I have no complaints other than like I saw uh, it wasn't by Miyazaki, but it is a Studio Ghibli film. It's called Grave 
um, Grave of the Fireflies. And it was also a World War II. It took place in World War II. And it was a true story about the artist when he was a boy. Uh, the United States, we had firebomb Tokyo. So a lot of people lost their homes, etc. These guys, these two kids lost their parents. And it was just a boy and a girl. And uh, they go to their aunt's house. and But food is scarce in Japan because of World War II. Like, you know, people starve to death. People are starving. So the aunt is kind of not really giving them very much food to eat. And eventually the brother and sister go out on their own. And ultimately, you know, hey, this has been out for a long time. So if you don't want to know, you could skip ahead by a minute. Um, but ultimately, the um, his, do- his, his sister dies from starvation. And, you know, it's kind of a hard thing. It's, it's unusual in a cartoon, it's, you know, um, to, to go see it's a sad story. Yeah, somebody saw, starved to death. But, you know, he manages to um, persevere and kind of, you know, and, and survives the, the, the situation. So that, that movie kind of had a bit of an impact. It also had some history in it. So I kind of, you know, as an adult. I kind of walked away from it like I wouldn't show this to a kid. You know, they wouldn't necessarily get it. Not that there was anything really terrible in it, but, you know, it's just a hard story. Where this was more like the boy and his heron was just a little bit more. It was PG-13, so I wouldn't show young kids the movie, but it was just like it didn't it didn't touch me, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it was like I got it. And it was good, but it I didn't walk away feeling like, you know, uh, like I had experienced anything. I just felt like I had watched a cartoon for two hours. Yeah. So, but it's okay. I'm not trying to knock it. It 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 stands up. It's just, when it comes out on and people are like watching it, you know, on TV or whatever, when you see it in theaters or whatever, like regular people that decide to watch it, just be prepared for it to be kind of long. That's all. It's just going to be kind of a long film. And it's very quiet. So, the people are gonna go see this. Yeah, I mean, it'll be on Max. It was in theaters though. It was a pretty good audience in theaters because Studio Ghibli, when they release new films, it's kind of an event. People go out and see them, and so you know, I I go out, and some are better than others. I mean, I, I've seen like Spirited Away, and I own a bunch of them uh, on disc, and you know, they're um, Ponyo and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, this one just didn't strike me. Uh, that's all it is. But, but you know what? Somebody that lost their mother in a fire <laughs> might watch it and be like really moved by it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It just didn't, it just didn't hit me the same way that like uh, Grave of the Fireflies did. But um, yeah, so we're going into 2024 and I was thinking to myself, like looking at 2023 this year, it's as it wasn't as bad as the, the COVID years that preceded it. Uh, but it, um, this year hasn't been great. We had a lot of high inflation. Uh, it's been kind of, there's been some stuff that's okay, but I mean, this whole year has just been kind of, to me, I mean, everybody's life is distant. Somebody probably won the lottery this year and they're like, woo, you know, greatest year ever. But to me and to most of the people I know, nothing really happened much this year. Like it was just kind of a very blah year overall. Uh, and, um, so I was thinking about it, like what's going to happen next year, because we're going to go to another one of these election things and everything. Um, and, uh, man, I don't know if I can handle, I don't know if I can handle a year of social media between people that are mad at the left and the left mad at the right. I, I 
I don't know if I can handle I can barely handle it now. That's why you just don't go on there. I know, man, but it's hard because, like, there's some people I want to actually communicate with, you know? Right. And I hate right. fucking just, like, uh, disowning people that are, like, like, you know, like, I like Larry. Larry and I are friends. I hang out with Larry quite a bit. You know, we go out to places. We don't talk politics ever. Like, and and, I, and if we did, like, I wouldn't sit there and debate him on it. I just feel as though, like, he's got his opinions. I've got mine. We both vote. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's there's no debate. <laughs> right, right. But you know, but if he's on Facebook, there's times where he's in a mood and he's gonna po- post some stuff that's you know scathing one way or the other. I I don't hate Larry. I just don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want the content. It's not news. It's not informative. It's not making me think like, you know, maybe that point of view is the correct point of view. It's all just, it's all just like noise. And it's like people just trying to like back up their own opinions to what they think it things are, you know? And I, and I just don't care. And, I, and, and there's just so much of it. There's so, and it's on all, because bo- I'm a moderate it's on both sides, you know, like it's just all over when I see people's posts. Like I, I'm not in a bubble. So I'm not one of those people that only has friends that are right wing. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm only going to see a bunch of right wing posts and and vice versa. I'm not on the left. I'm not going to see a bunch of like, you know, crazy pronoun. I I see things both ways. I see, I got people doing things both ways. Yeah. And so exactly. So it's like, I just don't feel like I'm going to gain like anything from these stupid things. I read the news. I know what's going on, Uh, you know, and even on this show, anybody that listens, you know, you know, we talk about broad topics, but we've never really sat here and talked about politics other than what we're doing right now, like talking about people talking about politics, but we generally don't sit there and say, you know, this president's this way or this president's that way. We might discuss something in an informative way. We might say, uh, this is what we think is going on with one, two, and three, but we're not trying to like say one party is better than the other because like I say, I'm, I'm a moderate. I can see the good and the bad in a lot of different things and, and in a lot of different, um, politicians. I can see the bad in Biden. I can see the good in Biden. I can see the bad in Trump and I can see the good in Trump and, you know, and uh, different parties and all this sort of stuff. So it's, it's you know, uh, I, I kind of just it, feel around and I, you know, when I vote or something, I kind of look at not, not so much what's necessarily going to impact me, but more along the lines of like um, what's going to uh, um, sort of be best for the country as a whole. And I think a lot of people don't vote that way. I think they all vote for the, what's best for them kind of thing. And, uh, um, it, uh, it's, it's, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Talk. I, I, I remember when I worked for the late, for the laborers union and, uh, election year rolled around and they, they mailed out pamphlets and they said, these are the people you need to vote for. And I was just like, excuse me. And they were like, these are the people that we want elected and in the thing. So you are a union member, you will vote for these people. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then I just went and voted for whoever the fuck I wanted because I was like, screw you. Yeah. 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 Um, cause that's, I mean, it's like, okay, that's good for you, but what does that do for me? Or what does that do? You know what I mean? It's like, what does that do for everybody else? It's like, you know? Yeah. Um, you said. I, I mean, but you know, it, it, at the end of the day, so it's, it, I just don't know if I can fucking handle it, but okay, let's get off that. So 2024, like <laughs> it's going to be full of, 
political talk and we're not going to be doing yeah like that's just it like you know well you know if some listen if something major happens you know and and uh like we get a new president one way or the other votes in or whatever it is or or you get the same president uh you know we'll talk about it a little bit you know and i might talk a little bit about um some key issues here and there that i'm you know like look i don't and we've talked about this in the past but i think i think and most people i think agree with this is the fact that like if it turns into a Trump Biden thing, both of those guys are too old. They're too old. I mean, they're just real. I mean, like tr- Trump's camp makes fun of Biden, but he's not that far behind. Was he three, four years behind Biden? And it's like, right. you know, if he's president, he's going to be Biden's age by the time he he he's at his last year. You know, and and so it's like uh, I listen to Biden, and and the guy is too. He's fucking like it's like Grandpa Biden, man. Like he's old. <laughs> And and I just yeah. you know like I I mean okay he might be listen I'm I'm gonna get older you know I'm I'm getting old every day and and I hope I got my wits about me and I hope I'm smart and I hope I can get around and do all the things that that guy's doing sure you know and and if he you know is on top of his game great but I just what concerns me about him is like if he falls over dead <laughs> or has a medical crisis or whatever. I'm really not thrilled about Kamala Harris being the president of the United States to fill in for him. I mean, I don't think she'll destroy the world or anything, but I just don't see her as a figure, a figurehead. You know, he, he chose her, I think to, um, appeal to minorities. Uh, so he didn't, he didn't look like just a, a white guy becoming president. You know what I mean? So he got, he got, a. uh, you know, her in there to try to appeal to, you know, uh, his base. But I just don't think she's, I just don't think she's that. I just don't think she's presidential material. And it concerns me. It's concerned me in the first election. It, it does. But like, we all know Trump, like if he, if he's the guy, right. If he doesn't end up in jail or something, if he's the guy that goes, um, like he doesn't even have a vice president right now. Cause he's sure as hell not going to take, um, uh, what's his face from last time because they don't like each other anymore or whatever. So, you know, he would have to nominate somebody to be, to be, and who that is, I don't know if it was, you know, Haley, maybe that'd be kind of interesting, but uh, just uh, who knows, you know, he could pick a real, uh, you know, wild card that might also upset me because Donald Trump's not, you know, he's no spring chicken either. He could fall over dead uh, as president uh, as well from old age. I mean, these guys are just really pushing the envelope and I just wish we could bring in some people that are new and, and younger and, and, uh, had some new ideas and just weren't more of the same, but people just, I don't know, man, they just vote for the, the most recognized name. It seems like what it is. Nobody's interested in new people. <laughs> they just, people would vote for Obama. Like if Obama was able to run again, people would vote Obama. You know what I mean? If you could dig up like George Bush out of the grave, not the, not the junior, but like senior and, and, uh, you know, put him on the ticket somehow, people would be like, yeah, we're voting for George, you know, because they just, whatever. They just vote for the, you know, nobody's voting on issues. They just vote for who they want to win. Out of, it's like a symbol. Like the president is the symbol of what they want. They want to, they want the other team to lose. And they, <laughs> I just feel like, I just feel like, man, I don't know how this is going to go, but all right, let's get off this. Let's get off this. What else do you think is going to happen next year? But what's, 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 what are you thinking? Dan? I've been doing some talking. What do you, you know think? what I, you know what I think is going to happen next year? There's going to be a new Beverly Hills cop movie released on Netflix <laughs> or a TV um, show. Yeah. 
No, that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. You're probably right. No, it's true. There's a pre. There's a yeah, trailer. Yeah, like Axel F. Something. Axel yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, I don't know what's going to happen next year. What the, the people are going to be dumb still. Uh, everybody's going to be idiots, and uh, it's just uh, you know. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't no, know. You don't know. You don't know. I know. I know. I'm just looking at it from like you know, you have another 12 months lined up. You know, hopefully, and uh, um, hopefully it's it's. I don't know. Hopefully it's good. <laughs> you know. Hopefully it's it's nothing terrible or bad. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, It'll be eight. My daughter's going to be 18 this year. Coming up. Yeah, she's going to disown you at that point. She's gonna move I got out. that coming up. Move no off. more child support. Woohoo! Dun, dun, thing. Dun, I'll predict dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, well, there you go. You got something to look forward to. Not to you know, get a little bit of money back <laughs> in your pocket. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Like, is the Ukraine war still going to be going on? Probably. Oh, of course. I I don't see them making a lot of inroads really? one way or the other. Uh, unless Russia oh, does something yeah. surprising and, and manages to, you know, take over the Ukraine, uh, and we don't give money to the Ukraine in order to fight back. I don't know that that whole situation is like, I feel like, I feel like it this way. I feel like I understand everybody's feelings, my feelings too, of our government spending our tax dollars on some shit that is far away. Doesn't really involve us. I get it. I do. Uh, and I'm not trying to convince people to think otherwise on that. However, they've already spent an enormous amount of money on this fucking thing. And I feel like if we give up now, all that money was just flushed down the toilet, right? Like we just fucking, we just fucked ourselves. Like we, you know, like it's like spent, you know, it's like spending $50 billion and then being like, you know, you got to spend another 50 billion. You're like, I'm not spending the other 50 billion. Okay, well then that first fifty billion is you know you wasted it. Why'd you even spend the first fifty billion? Because it's gone. Like somebody should just look at this whole thing, figure out what the number is. Like what is the number we're gonna have to hit to defeat the the Russians militarily uh, in the Ukraine? Tell us what it is, and then let us decide. Because you know if they keep doing this budgeting thing every so often, yeah, eventually we're we're just not gonna pay for it. But I just feel like now with the loss of life and the amount of money we put, if we didn't want to do it, we shouldn't have done it in the first place. We should have just let Russia run over the fucking thing and we shouldn't have spent any money on it. We could have spent that money on tons of other fucking things, you know, building up NATO over there. So I just think like we're already in it. Just keep putting money into it so that we can just like, you know, I think it's bad if we look like we, help out a country and then in the middle of shit just be like yeah we're not going to do it anymore because other countries are going to be like we can't rely on you guys you guys fucking suck yeah. you, you know i don't trust you to do anything so it's like it's it sucks that our money goes over there but it's like eh. now israel like israel confuses me a lot because like i'm not against israel in any way but i don't understand why we are always solidly in their corner all the time. Like, I understand what happened in this case. Oh, God. Hamas went over there, killed a bunch of innocent people, took a bunch of hostages, and all this kind of stuff. I get it, right? I do. 
And that was wrong. And they're obviously Israel's now responded maybe a little overboard, a little bit, uh, in in um, taking their revenge on what's going on. And they're trying to tone that stuff down. But my question is, is it's like we ask them all the time. We're kind of like, hey, could you stop building settlements <laughs> over there? Could you, you know, help bring about the peace process with these people? Could we find some kind of, you know, and, and sometimes they, they, they kind of go sort of middle ground, but a lot of times they don't, there's like a lot of hardliners over there that are just like, Nope, we're just going to keep moving those people out. Fuck them. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, I don't know why, you know, the United States backs them so much versus like, we have other allies over there. It's not like, they often make it sound like it's Israel and a hornet's nest, but it's really not. Like there's obviously Iran, right? That doesn't like us. And there's there's some other like smaller countries over there that aren't great. But there's a lot of countries over there that like us. I mean, there's a lot of countries over there that totally totally dig the United States, you know? Yeah. Uh and you know, we're we're friendly with them, but we wouldn't back them like we back Israel. Like we back Israel like crazy and we give them like tons of money. Even in peacetime, like when they're not fighting, we give them like tons of money. And I just I'm not, I don't understand, like, I, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. I, I, you know, somebody's going to write in and be like, it's because of the Rothsteins and blah, 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 <laughs> conspiracy yeah, yeah. nonsense and shit. I don't think it's that. It's probably lobbying of some sort. It's probably rich um, lobbyists of some sort that um, help lobby for Israel with our government. And I think that probably has something to do with it. And there's not enough of that from a lot of these other countries. But that's just a guess. I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I just feel like it happens all the time. Like we just can't, we just, we just take them, you know, and, and they kind of go overboard uh, all the time or they don't, they don't follow through. And we end up with this situation, you know, we probably could have, I'm not saying it's Israel's fault. It's Palestinians' fault, too. But we probably could have had some kind of a re- a resolution to some of this a long time ago. It, you know, both parties come to the table and, and the United States, uh, um, you know, cut off some of the money supply to make things more difficult and make, you know, compromise easier. But I don't know. I'm not going to get into all of it. Just my <laughs> thought. Pro- I think other people have the same thought. Now, you know, another thing, since we're on a rant. You hear about all these immigrants going into New York, like um, mostly from Venezuela. So, like they said, basically, if you're from Venezuela and you're in your, um, you make it over here, you know, we'll give you a, a kind of like a free green card, essentially. So you got all these immigrants flooding New York because New York is this amnesty city, and uh, New York has this rule that's like, if you're like a, an illegal immigrant, you get to stay at a hotel and and the city will pay for all this stuff. And you get, you get taken care of, you get food and whatever, not forever until you get, they, you, they get you your, um, green card, whatever you get a job and, and you, you get, you know, go find your own place to live supposedly. But I was seeing some people talk about this. And, and the thing is, is it's like, we have a lot of homeless people in the United States in general, and nobody is putting them in a hotel and being like, right. Hey, we're going to take care of you and give you food and everything. Get you in your feet. So why do we do it for, I'm not trying to be ignorant. I just, I don't understand why we do it for immigrants coming into this country 
but we don't do it for our own people. I, I, it really fucks me up, you know, or we have like those people are always talking about Hawaii, you know, all their houses burned down or destroyed or whatever. And it's like, you know, why didn't we pay a bunch of money to them to rebuild their houses and, and, and all this sort of stuff instead of like giving money to Israel or, or putting these people in expensive hotels in New York and other sanctuary cities or whatever the hell they're called. I don't have an answer for it. I, I do find it disturbing. Like I, I find like, you know, our government, my government in general should be, I would like to think that if I run into trouble, if you run into trouble, Don, uh, that there would be those kind of options for us, you know, but instead, I mean, could you imagine you're down on your luck? You something bad happens. Your medical bills pile up. You lose your house. You got no place to go. You're living out of your car. And then like some guys from Venezuela are staying at the Ritz, you know, and they're, uh, they're fucking three meals a day. They're hanging outside, just smoking, staring at you. You're like a vagabond and they're like fucking, they're in a, like, what the fuck? Like what? Why is that happening? Like, I don't understand it. Tent cities and shit. We can't fucking, we can't put these people someplace. <laughs> we can't, we can't build a building. You know what I mean? Like, we can't build a fucking building with like rooms in it and, and fucking put people in these fucking, I, I, it blows my mind. No, they, they can't do that. And there's one simple reason why, because there's no money in it. And if, and if nobody can make any money off of anything, they don't want to do it. Right, but they're doing it for the immigrants right now, and they're not making any. They're losing money like crazy on it. But they're not building shell. They're not building no, places. Can, you you're know right, I mean? but I mean, like, that's just the thing, though. Like, we're <laughs> like, and I, but because you know what? Because because in in America, in the United States of America, right? Yeah. The the, the people that live here, the, the the actual people who do live here, are the ones who fuck it up by abusing all this. And then they say, oh, well, if somebody else is doing this, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go be homeless so that they put me up and they give me all this stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like we get a lot. I bet you there's a lot of people, a lot of lazy assholes in the United States who aren't Venezuelan or who aren't foreign or anything like that. You know what I mean? They're like U.S. citizens who who could go get a job and have a job, but they're just too lazy. Yeah. Too stupid. They don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that ruins it because. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't, you, you, you could say, you could say, okay, I'm going to go build this building. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to put all these like small apartments in it. So like a homeless person can come here. We're going to give you a room. Right. You got a place to stay a bed. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Place is going to get trashed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Place is going to get overrun. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's going to be too many people there yeah, yeah. because everybody's going to be coming there. You know what I mean? Even people who don't, you know what I mean? It's like, even, even like people who are like peddling for money on the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you always hear the stories about like, oh, I followed the guy. And he got he got in a Rolls Royce and he drove off, you know. And it's just like, it's because everybody's so fucking all about themselves that it, that you can't do that stuff, you know. It's just well, it's not. I get what you're saying. I think though that like we do it in some you know, ways with up. HUD homes and and project homes or whatever they call them these days. They kind of give people money nowadays and they just go rent a place someplace else and rather than building. Um, uh, ghettos essentially, uh, but it all depends on what state you live in and how money gets directed. But the you know, so there is there is a lot of expenditure on these kinds of things and, and food stamps. And I've always thought that like, look, there's there's a movement, uh, you know, and, and it's a political movement. And people talk about it all the time, where they talk about this sort of uh, um, what was like a universal income, right? So the government would send you a check every month for a certain amount of money 
And that would be like your, like you would be able to survive on that kind of money. But now realistically that won't work because if the government sends everybody, let's say the government sends everybody $2,000. Okay. Like they did with the stimulus checks kind of thing. But let's say every month they send everybody $2,000. Well, everything will just get $2,000 worth of value more expensive because there's all that extra money. It generates inflation. So that extra $2,000 that you have, it's just spent on the inflation of whatever you're trying to buy. Everything gets more expensive. So you still need to work. You still need to do everything. It's just that now you have to use that $2,000 to subsidize where you're already at, where you're living. So having the universal income just doesn't work. But, you know, and what I've always thought is, is like, you know, there ought to be like a, a baseline minimum of like um, survival type things. Like there should be like government housing. That's not great. Okay. It's almost like Soviet style apartment block kind of bullshit, but right. someplace somebody like Adam could go if they ever took his house down and he couldn't figure out a place to live, he could go live in one of these government housing blocks. And there's obviously food stamps and that should be something that's sort of guaranteed for American citizens that you can eat because it's ridiculous if you can't considering how much food we throw away and then just some basic shit, clean water, education, uh, access to medical care. Um, and a lot of that already exists. A lot of it are, you know, it's already there. It, you know, one way or the other, it's Medicaid, it's whatever, because people living off this shit anyway. I'm not saying too much new. The only thing that's really different is the housing situation is, is to make it so people now to your point, I agree. People are going to probably go in and fucking put holes in the walls and be like, fuck this place. Cause there's going to be a Dan James out right. there. That's going to be like, Hey, this place, man, fuck it. You know, and just going to, you know, smash it off, and- put his fucking foot. But then like you think about it and it's like, well, then you got to build it out of shit. That's like fucking steel and, and solid brick or, or something. So like the, right. you know, then not, it's going to be hard for them to fuck it up. And, you know, but I mean, sure, maybe you need to have inspections. Maybe you need to have some sort of, you know, monitoring on this kind of thing. There's ways to solve that problem. But I think at the end of the day, most people would be grateful to have a place to live and not have to live on the street. Now, drug addicts, shit like that, they're all going to go in there. But these people are around anyway. They're living in their vacant homes. They're fucking, you know, around with other people. And I, my big concern is that housing prices, are, we all know, are astronomically high. Most most people can't afford to buy a house um, without a lot of help from, you know, or saving up a long time. You can buy a starter home in a neighborhood like Cleveland, but if you lived out on the West Coast, just forget it, man. The the, the, the prices are insane out there. You, you can't do it. Renting so out there. You'd have to, yeah, you'd have to move to a... <laughs> you know, a, a, a town with less economic options basically in order to find cheap, a cheaper place to live. And it's even then it's not that cheap. Um, and, and again, yeah, renting is also like, you know, higher than it's, it's crazy, but people rent uh, like a two bedroom apartment and the kind of money that they pay for that these days mm-hmm. and, and the poor quality service that a lot of people get it's all bare minimum it's not great service uh you know living in these places and i think to myself like we're running out of places because they're not building them fast enough people and a lot of people can't afford them and we are going to turn into a situation like what's happening out west 
where if you want to live somewhere, you're just going to have to live like in a house with like four other groups, be it like four single people, four families, whatever, because you're just going to have to share a house with other people. And some people are doing that by not moving out from their parents because they can't afford to, to go get a place. But even then with the way property taxes rise and bills rise, that even if you have a place on your own, eventually you might find, especially if you're a younger person than me, you might find that you can't even afford to live in a place that's paid off because uh, of the expenses. Like, like in my town, Right. I was reading in the paper that they are, they did an assessment of our sewer system or whatever. And uh, they just determined that they're going to raise the sewer rate by seven and a half percent over the next four years. It's kind of an annual thing. They're going to raise it seven and a half percent every year. And I kind of want to go down to City Hall and I just want to be like, look, nobody's. <laughs> Nobody's getting a seven and a half percent raise at their job every year. Right. Like it, that's not happening. Like, and so eventually, you know, this becomes unsustainable. You can't keep raising the rate this much every time. Like it's just, it's unsustainable. And I, you know, and they would be like, well, we got to pay for it. What are we going to do? I don't know. And I think that's the problem because like everything keeps going up in price and, and, services and taxes and everything, but it's way more than what people are getting in raises. I mean, you know, if you get a 5% raise at any job, that's like a good raise. Like you're like, wow, I got 5%. Most people get like one and a half, two percent 2% if they get a raise at all. And, and they said 3%. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you get a 3%, that's pretty good. Right. But it depends on what you make. No, but 2%, we got two. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so you, if you get 2%, you know, that's versus everything that's increased in price, like nothing's going down in price. You know what I mean? Does that 2% account for everything that went up? No, no, it doesn't. And so this whole system is like all of it is really unsustainable and housing and transportation are going to be the two things that are going to get that are going to get hit the worst in, in the future here because like just people are not going to be able to live on their own. They're going to have to split bills with somebody else to be able to pay for all this bullshit. And the uh, transportation, like automobiles, the fucking prices for cars is just outrageous. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> and, and I, I don't, you know, people are locking themselves into situations with loans that are getting longer. Like, you know, you, you buying a new car, a new car, but I mean, you might be like, well, buy a used car, but there's not a lot of them out there. We had this whole thing with Don looking for a car. It ain't right. great trying to find a used car, but you, you, you buy a new car. You're, you're almost paying like, you know, uh, a quarter of the value of a home at this point. It's not, they're, they're trying to make it. So cars are so fucking expensive. It's great for them that people are like with home loans, like paying on cars for like 30 years. I mean, they're not doing that yet. But that's where they're going, you know, the new Tesla fucking truck. It's like over $100,000 or something once you get it all, you know, spec'd out the way you want. Okay, it's a Tesla, et cetera. But if you look at any of these big-ass trucks on the road, they're like seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000, you know. So your regular car is like, what, forty grand, thirty, thirty-five grand? That's a fuck lot of money, man. That's a lot of money for somebody to come up with if they wanted to buy a new car. 
even if you're making yeah. like a payments over five years or whatever, it's, it's fucking a lot. And I just feel like, uh, I don't know, man, you know, yeah, like it, when, when you, you know, when you when I were younger, like you had that Ranger truck, right? That little truck. Yeah. And as a good little truck, they don't make little trucks like that anymore. You know, they're all big ass fucking monster trucks because they want to charge fucking crazy money for them. They don't want to, right. they don't want to sell the cheap truck anymore. They don't want to sell the cheap cars. So, you know, you don't find anybody selling like inexpensive automobiles really anymore. It's everybody's selling things that are like mid size and up because they all want big money and, and everybody's screwed. I don't know. So I just feel like, I just feel like I'm, I'm not sitting here saying like it's end times and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying like the system is broken and it's going to collapse at some point because okay. people like, it's not just recession. It's like, cause recession is more like the consumers are like out of work. And they're folding their arms and they're trying to like, you know, make ends meet while they find a job. Now I'm talking like people have jobs, but they just can't afford everything that's going on. It's just going to be people sitting at home watching like Netflix and not going out because they can't afford to eat out. They can't afford to go to the movies. They can't afford to fucking do anything, you know, and they got one car for like five people. There's two families living under a roof and it's just fucking, it's just going to get to that point. Cause that's kind of what's going on out West and it's going to get worse out there and it's going to get worse for the rest of the country until I don't know what's going to, like, I don't know what has to happen exactly, but I feel like we, you know, we, we almost need an economic collapse to kind of start the system over again so that things are, um, less expensive and people can afford to buy them. I don't know. I don't know. Can you imagine making minimum wage right now? Was that nine dollars an hour? Like, you know what I mean? I don't even know how. I don't even know how like anybody can accept that as a job. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that's not that's not a career. That's not a job. You know what I mean? No. And I don't, I, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. You know, it's it's messed up because they and go go back to the car thing real quick. It's like you'll see these car commercials on TV and they'll be like, "You can lease this car now for four fifty nine a month," and it's like. Who the who's got that kind of money to spend on a car per month? Like, that's that's a that's like that's like half rent money, you know, right. for somebody who's renting. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they're whatever audience they're targeting with that is like uh, it's it's a it's a thin audience. And yeah. look, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that grew up um, with boomer parents, I suppose. Or maybe Generation X parents, our, our our generation, that are willing to help their kids out by making those payments for them and all this sort of stuff. But I think that's making their situation work worse because when those parents pass on or get on a fixed income themselves in retirement, and that money dries up, they're going to be the the people that are like you know uh, used to driving the new car or, or all this sort of stuff are going to be like really struggling to make ends meet. Um, you know, from the money that they're bringing in from their, their regular job, I, you know, and they're already doing it. So many people are struggling just because of school loans. You hear about school loans all the time, but I feel like school loans is kind of like this fixed sort of expense that you kind of know you're going to pay. It's not just like people look at the school loans because they're like, that would be great if I didn't have to pay that. You know what I mean? Because it's this huge debt, but it's sort of like an expense that is the same every month. So you can kind of understand it. I think the problem is, is that everything else, everything else is like, it just goes up. It just goes up. Like, I got to go get my plates renewed, right? 
for uh, the Volt. And I got to pay an extra $200 on that car. So I got to pay $270 to get my sticker for that versus a gasoline-powered car because they decided that if you have an electric car, you don't pay uh, gas tax. So you should be penalized and you pay $200. And yeah. if you have a hybrid, you only pay a hundred bucks. They count my car as an electric car, but it, but it also runs on gas. It's kind of like a hybrid, but they count it as electric car. So I have to pay an extra $200, um, which is stupid uh, because I drive a car that's um, uh, more economical. But the, the thing is, is that like, I'm not getting free electricity. Right? Like, I'm paying the electricity that goes into the... And I don't know if anybody's looked at an electric bill, but there's, like, all kinds of fees and taxes on right. the electric bill that goes into that. So so why don't all the gas-powered cars get have to pay a penalty for not paying for their electricity? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting <laughs> burned out of some stupid fucking thing. Whatever. It's it's Ohio. It's fucking dumb here. But, but everywhere you go, there's some bullshit like this. There's some fucking new fee... There's some new increase. There's like they just legalized marijuana, right? We just passed this thing. We made a uh, thing in the state of Ohio where it's like it's legal now to to to, to possess weed, and they're coming up with the 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 way that they're going to sell it and stuff. The government in Ohio, and they're going to tax it, and they're going to tax it at like between 10%. twenty, yeah, twenty and thirty percent. Oh, that much? That high? That high? Yes. Medical oh, okay. marijuana, I think, is like six. And, um, it's like, it's, like it's, it's like, like tw- between 20 and 30%. Yeah. That they're wow. going to tax okay. because like the state tax is like 15. Then there's this other 5% that I forget what it's for. It's like to pay for the, the, um, you Ooh. know, the, the addiction counseling. I don't know what the fuck it's for, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Right. But then there's also going to be a local tax. Your local city is going to tax it too. So everybody's going to put their fucking fingers in it. You know what I mean? So no one's going to want to go to the the, the, the the grower and 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 buy the shit because it's going to be so crazy expensive. It's going to be cheaper to buy it on the black market, you know? And, and right. uh, so, you know, they get, everybody's got to get, hey, we got to get more free money. You know, yeah, we, we did this. And so let's, let's make a ridiculously high tax on it, even though now we don't have to pay law enforcement to 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 do that anymore about weed you know what i mean like now it's legal so cops don't need to do it so we should be saving money but no 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 it's it's every every fucking thing they got to put extra tax money on so i'm just saying like you know i'm listen i work two full-time jobs i i'm not in any danger so i'm not you're hearing this from somebody that is not going to have a problem surviving. And I'm I'm waving the red flag. I'm the guy saying, like, <laughs> look out, because this is going to be some terrible shit coming down the way. And if you're listening to this, you know, it, it, I'm just telling you, like, if I'm doing that, pay attention, because it's not it's not looking good. And I I just feel like we're we're spinning out of control and yeah. It's. It, I've been I've been at the bottom, so none of this affects me. <laughs> I've I've seen the worst. I've been. You well, know, you know, I, mean? I, I know people that are like. I've been screwed by that shit like, so many you, times. You got a job and stuff, but I, 
I know people that have lived off of the government, basically, right? right. Um, yeah. They get uh, food stamps. They get free medical. Um, they get uh, some money from welfare. Not a lot. They don't get a ton of money, right? But some people get disability. Different people. They get disability for something that, you know, is kind of dubious. They could still work, you know, but, oh, I'm disabled. My toe is hurting. I don't know. Some people have real things, but other people don't. And I've seen all these people, like, live off the system. And I and I feel like uh, as these things get worse, more and more people are just going to fall in and and, and um, be, you know, on the dowel with the, with the government because they can't fucking afford to live on their own you know it, it's uh you know people always are like well you know people should go to school and they should fucking get a degree and get a better job so that they can fucking make more money and right. fucking okay listen great plan buddy I, I i get all that and and that that does work for some people it does but right. not everybody is brilliant like not everybody is um, going to be a, a, a doctor or an achiever or a fucking lawyer or some people just aren't that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people are just not like Adam is not going to suddenly become a fucking investor in the stock market. Like he's going to always be a guy that's just working these weird blue collar jobs until they fire him and he goes someplace else because that's just how he is. And, and what do we do with that guy? Like, what? Do, what? Right. Do, he's not going to go on. And 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 those people that are telling you, like, well, you should get an education, they're just going to fold their arms. Going to be like, well, then I don't know. Fuck that guy, you know. But that's a huge number of people in the United States. There's a huge amount of people, even right now, that are like um, uh, on fixed incomes or you know part of the the. The system from the government, whatever it is, disability, Medicare, Medicaid, all these other things, um, to, for their livelihood. And I just feel like it's just getting worse all the time. And I think more and more people are just going to like fall down and give up, give up on trying to do the American dream, give up on working because you can't get ahead. You can't get ahead. You're just better off fucking just waiting out for the handout because you just can't get an or you or or you got to go into a life of crime you got to do the opposite i don't mean like a big life of crime like selling drugs or something i'm just saying like you got to work under the table you got to right. work in all the cash you got to get out of the fucking you know the tax game you got to fucking you know you got to hustle and and do things on the on the down low because if you try to play by the rules you're just getting burned you know what i mean or like, correct yeah I don't know. I don't mean to bum everybody up for the holidays, but then and most people probably listen to this after the holidays and we're, we're going to so go out there in 24. Now that Kevin said all this, everybody, you can go out there and go shopping now with a clear conscience, knowing that your money is well spent. Yeah. I'm not, you know, you won't need it. I don't have a lot of faith in what's going to happen in the years to come. I don't because I mean, I've just been alive long enough oh. and I've seen this um, back and forth between the political parties that nothing gets done. That's really, um, in our benefit, it's always just to benefit rich people one way or the other special interests or corporate interests, but it's never for the, it's never for us. We hardly ever get anything of, uh, that, that, that makes our lives better or easier. It's always 
fucking twisted in some bad way. And I just feel yeah. like the years to come, it's just not going to get any better. And I, I would like to sit here and be very positive about it. You know, it's America and like people do have opportunity. You can go get an education. You can sure. um, ch- achieve and get a good job and, and, yeah. and, and do the things that I'm doing with my life, I suppose. But I just, I'm, hard. I'm a realist and I realize that that just doesn't work for a whole lot of people because there's just a whole lot of people that don't do it. And, you know, Hitler going to, you know, God, Godwin's law, but, you know, Hitler basically said, look, you know, the, the intellectual person, the smart person, they don't matter. That what matters is the masses because the masses will overwhelm the smart people. There's too many of them. They'll basically beat them to death is the way Hitler thought of it. Like the, the intellectual will be forced to follow the masses and the masses are the people that I'm talking about. They're the people that can't make their ends meet. They're not going off to these, you know, big careers and all this other stuff. And it's just going to be, uh, you know, a scenario where we're, we're, we're hitting a breaking point. I don't know what that breaking point is exactly going to be, though. I don't know if it's going to be a financial breaking point, if it's going to be a political breaking point, if it's going to be something else. Um, but I feel like, you know, the United States is just cracking under the pressure of everything that's going on. Yeah. And there, there isn't any sort of like, um, positivity that's being spread around. I'm certainly not giving it to you today, but there's not a lot of positivity out there about, you know, brighter days and better futures. Like there's no message that either party is sending that makes it sound like everything is going to be, um, uh, better in the end. And that, and that concerns me too, because it doesn't seem like anybody has a plan. Anyway, that's all I got, man. That's uh, yeah. sad, but it's just kind of, we'll, look, we'll still be here. We're, we'll still be yeah, doing we'll this still, show. We'll try, I'll try to crack some jokes and stuff, but yeah. Um, it, it, it'd be funny if like, if like everybody got along, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go into a musical number here, but if everybody got like got along and uh, the city just, you know, people stopped the red lights and people let people go and people held the door for them and people said hello and thank you and please and you know what I mean? And everything was just like, go about your life and do your day and do your stuff, you know? And, and nobody was a dick to anybody. I probably still wouldn't talk to people because <laughs> I'd just be like, I just don't want to talk to you. They'd be like, you are really negative. I don't, I, I don't you think know. it's, I don't, you know, I don't like, I think there are still a lot of nice people, obviously. A lot of people are, you know, they don't, you know, they, they deal with things as they come and go. I think a lot of the vitriol just tends to be that there's a lot of people that are told by pundits uh, and our news people and videos and things like that and scenarios that they've never run into themselves, but they, they see themselves getting into them, that they're going to be confronted by someone from another group that's you know, choosing them to be mad at and all this sort of stuff. So they, they get naturally defensive and they, they act like these things have happened to them when they never have, and they probably never will. And, you know, but they, but if you told them that, if you said like, dude, this never happens to you, they'll cite you some one thing. They'll cite you some bullshit, you know, and, and, uh, that, that, that they were around for or something, but it's just kind of like human kindness and human decency is should just win out in the end, you know, just be nice to fucking people. But everybody is so caught up in what they're doing and what their, you know, their lives are more important or they're, they've got things they've got to do and they don't got to wait. And, you know, um, and I think society's kind of built it into that because we've, we haven't told people no 
enough about certain things. You know, we a lot of businesses and things have always been like, oh, you're upset? Well, let me give you a coupon. Let me, you know, let me try to keep your business. Let me, let me do something for you. Let me, let me help you out in such a way. And so people become almost in a weird way dependent on that kind of um, thing. And the business is scared because, you know, someone's going to write a Yelp review or whatever and say that the business is bad. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of times, you know, people should just be like, dude, you you can't cut in line, you know, right. end of the line. But, you know, who, who ends up doing that? Not people that work at these businesses. It's always customers. Customers like, hey, dude, you can't cut. In line. You know what I'm saying? But if like businesses yeah. would actually step up and um, put, you know, just expect yeah. some common courtesy and decency. And if that one person runs off mad and is pissed off, eh, fucking cares. We got we got this guy that comes into work all the time and he runs like I guess he runs B&Bs. So he's always buying like a ton of tables and he's buying like nightstands he's like you know because he's always uh, furnishing these places and so he talks to the manager and he gets a, he gets a deal you know that the manager's like oh you're going to take 10 of these tables i'll give them to you for this much or you know what i mean yeah. or, you know he's, so so now he starts like one day he comes through there and he like picks up a couch and he comes walking through the curtain through the back and it's like nobody's supposed to be coming through there that's employees only because if anything happens, anything falls, anything, you know, it's, it's all, you know, uh, liability stuff. And, uh, and he comes walking through there and I've told this guy before, I'm like, dude, you can't be doing that. You can't be coming through. I said, I'll get your stuff, go get your truck, pull around. I'll get your stuff. He's like, Oh, I just figured I'd help you out. And it's like, I would love that, but you can't do that. <laughs> right. So then we've told him this many a time and he keeps coming back. And he keeps coming back. He comes back. He was back like two weeks ago. And, uh, he just comes walking in and he goes, yeah, I got all these tables and I didn't get the legs for them. And I just looked at him and was like, well, that's too bad. I go, I don't know what to tell you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and he's right. like, and the, and he's, I go, you need to go talk to the manager. And he goes, all right, well, I'll just come walk through here. I go, you're not allowed to come through here. Right. And he goes, you're, he goes, you're seriously going to make me walk around. And I was like, everybody has to walk around. I right. go, it's, it's not, he goes, all the money I spend here. So he starts talking shit. You yeah. know, and he's just like, yep. oh, all the money I spend here and stuff. I go, it has nothing to do with that, bro. It's like, you're not, I don't care who you are. You're not supposed to come walking through here. Right. You know, yeah. If I come around the corner pushing a couch and I run into you and break your ankle or whatever because you're back here and then I'm in trouble, you know? Right. Yeah, no, like, you're right. No. He does no reason to be there. But, but, but to, to, according to him, well, I spend all my money here so I can. It's like, dude, you don't go, you don't go to McDonald's and be like, Hey man, I eat lunch here every day. I'm just going to come back there and grab my own fries. You know, you don't do that. <laughs> and that's, it's just these right. people that it's like you said, it's just these people that they think just because they do stuff or I'm here all the time, I can do it. And it's like, I did not care. <laughs> like I'm here all the time because I work here. So don't tell me how much, how, how much time you spend here. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know? All right. I'm going to end the so, show on, uh, Pointing out my my gas bill. So my gas bill for this month. All right. So I'm going to break down the charges on my gas bill. Because it doesn't make oh. any sense to anybody. But I just wanted, this is going to illustrate my point about some We're fees. ending this on a high note, yes. folks. You're so lucky. So my, my, uh, my fixed monthly delivery charge, right? So it's a f some fucking delivery of my gas. It's a fixed charge. Of $38.62. I don't know where they came up with that, but that's there. That's a fixed monthly delivery charge. That's to push it through a pipe. Right. Then there is an infrastructure replacement program rider. I don't know what that is, but it's $2.67. So 
Then there's a capital expenditure program writer. That is a $2.99 I pay every month. What for? I don't know. Capital expenditure. You would think the money I'm paying the gas company uh, pays for those sorts of things. But I'm paying for them in additional fees, their infrastructure and shit. Oh, no. But then there's the infrastructure development writer. That is 63 cents on my bill. And uh, and then there's just something called usage-based charges, <laughs> which is just gas. So what does that even mean? Usage-based charges. I'm going to use that's, the gas. That's the amount of gas you've been that's been pushed into your house. Well, it's only six dollars and eighty-eight cents. So okay, that's not a lot of gas, right? But I had a fixed monthly delivery charge of thirty-eight sixty-two. But but let me just point out <laughs> that the the, uh, the so the total on that. Right, so the gas I used was six dollars and eighty eight cents, as Don pointed out. But my total right. is fifty one dollars and seventy nine cents off right. of all that. Makes yeah. no fucking sense. So there is a gross receipts tax at four point nine percent, which works out to two dollars and fifty eight cents on the gross receipts tax. Okay, so you you got to add that to it, and uh. Then there is the gas supply cost, including the sales tax, which is, the sales tax is $5.76. So there's yeah. a gross receipts tax, which I don't know what the fuck that is, for $2.58. But then there's also a sales tax of $5.76. And the supply, the gas supply cost is $77.76. So taking the delivery of fifty one seventy nine. The taxes and fees of $2.58 and the gas supply cost, including the sales tax, which for some fucking reason isn't in the taxes and fees, is $77.76. So my total bill is $132.13. Now, I'm not expecting anybody out there to understand what all that fucking means. But, I mean, how does anybody know what any of this? It's all fucking nonsense. Right. It's it's just like, you know, like, fuck it, man. I pay for gas. <laughs> Say so you use this much gas, this is what you pay. <laughs> like, what are all these riders and shit? Why are there two different kinds of taxes? Why are mm. these things broken up between delivery and supply? Like, how else am I going to get the gas? Am I going right. to drive down to the gas thing and put it in my own fucking canister? There'd be some fucking charge for that. Fill in your yes. canister fucking tax. Even if you shut, like, the gas line off to your house and didn't use any gas at all for the month, you would still have a bill. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have the the fixed monthly delivery charge unless I completely yeah. called the gas company and shut that shit off. I would end up probably paying about forty bucks just in fucking riders' fees, fixed fees, and everything else. It's right. the, it's 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 fucking ridiculous. And I'm just saying, I just people, you know, people are gonna snap. People are gonna snap instead of people going into it schools like and shooting up some shit like. Really need to like find the people that like. I'm not saying we should shoot up people, but I'm just saying like, in, mm-hmm. instead of shooting up innocent people, we should find the people that come up with this kind of bullshit and fucking have some talks with them. Maybe cap their knees or something. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not advocating violence, but I. I just think that this is. I. I don't know how it. Get, I mean, we're all in it. There's millions of us in it. We're all looking at our gas bills, and this all seems like fucking bullshit to us, all of us. But we all just pay it. We all just like, I don't know what it is, but I guess I got to pay it. I got to have gas. What You know what I mean? What else am I going to do? 
You know, it's, 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 I don't know. It's fucking. You, you want to see weird charges? Look at your cell phone bill. Oh, I just, no, I can't do that. That one will drive you nuts. I, you know, no, you're right. They're, they're all, but they're all like, they're, they're just chalk. There's stuff in there. Feet. There's stuff in there. You'll just be like, what the hell does that even mean? Just like you're saying with that thing. You're just like, I don't even know what that is. There's some guy that owns that gas company. He's got a big ass house. He's got a boat, you yep. know, some dumb fucking big boat. He's fucking. Yep having like a celebration in his backyard with a bunch of other rich people. And it's all because of these riders and fees. You know what I'm saying? Like it just America. It's great. I love it. I love it. I just, I just wish it was more. Uh, I just wish the shit would make sense. That's all. <laughs> That's it. We went long. Everybody have a great holiday. I think 2024 will be all right. We'll be, we'll be here. We'll be here. Happy holiday. Don and I don't plan on killing each other or anything or driving off a cliff this year. Um, It's two weeks, man. So we'll, um, we got to live long enough to get to like 2025 because it's a nice round number. Then we'll see what happens. (laughs) All right. Have a good one. All right. Peace. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at VGN. Dot US, that is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening and good night. Peace.